This is the EPLOG audio experience. How do people managers decide when and how employees must be rewarded or recognized for the work they do? What can people managers do to enhance the competencies of average performing team members and pull them up? How do they deal with downsizing or letting go of staff? Hello and welcome to our very special People and HR series. This is Voice of Achievers and you're listening to me, Yashika. We dive into important aspects of people management like rewards and recognition, downsizing, competency mapping, process setup and stakeholder management on our episode today. Our guest is Mr. Suresh Pugalenthi, Head HR India Operations at Wipro. With over 23 plus years of experience in HR, he specializes in organization development and employee relationship management. He successfully shaped and executed initiatives at Hindustan Petroleum Corporation Limited as the org development head in the past, wherein he designed and implemented several award-winning programs. His expertise lies in organizational diagnosis, leadership development, rewards and recognition, competency building, knowledge management, process improvement, downsizing, restructuring and change management. He's published several articles and research papers across national and international journals on transformation initiatives. And he thoroughly enjoys coaching and mentoring upcoming HR startups as much as he enjoys his dosa. So happy to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Yasika. Looking forward to a good conversation with you. You know, Suresh, you've implemented performance appreciation and competency enhancement initiatives. Uh, one of the things that most entrepreneurs, team managers, people managers struggle with is to enhance and sort of pull up their team members' performances. What are the steps that people managers can take to introduce a high-performing work culture? Classica, it's high-performance organization culture. It's an difficult to define. Each organization has a own perspective to look at it, what is high-performance work culture all about it. For me, it's a belief. It's a behavior. It's a values. The leader trying to implement in this organization to achieve the higher growth. High performance organization is all about the organization has ability to think beyond what they are and achieve the organization goals. You want to build a high performance organization culture, we need to look at it SVP. What is SVP? Sustainable value proposition. Whatever initiative which you take, we need to have sustained this for longer period so that you get internal benefit out of that. Yes stands for, I will talk about abbreviation about what is yes stands for, what C stands for, what P stands for. Yes stands for, for yes, you are talking about one, a strong leadership who has a beliefs and behavior and stand by what he's talking about. Second stands for your strategy, whether you have a strategy to achieve what you are looking at it. Third, yes stands for your system and processes. You need to have this four yes in place first to start where, to, where you want to take this organization forward. Second B stands for your values and visions. 
my organizational decisions will be based on values. Three V's we are talking about: vision, values, and vistas. Yes, we covered V. We covered. We talked about P's. The P is very important aspect for the organization culture building. One first P stands for purpose, creating a purpose for the organization. Second P stands for principles. What you stand for, what you will compromise, what you will not compromise. Third principle stands for third P stands for your people. Are the people aligned towards organizational objective? Are they engaged the employees? Are they work to give the life for the organization? P stands for that. Fourth P stands for process. Do you have a process which will take care of this organization for longer period? Right. It is not a personal driven organization. It's a process driven organization. Therefore, we will look at it in terms of peak performance. Now, my five P stands for purpose, principles, people, process, and peak performance. Therefore, if you want to build an organization, we should look at SVP, Sustainable Value Proposition. It is not initiative. It is not activity. It is a well-groomed organization. Now we will look at it. We talked about what, why it is required. We talked about beliefs. We talked about how we do it. Now we look at it. What are steps involved? Right. In my previous organization, when we talked about, I was talking to you about uh, which we call it as a pace, change, process, speed. Now, what is all about it? How do you do that? Yes. How do we do that? Yeah, we will do it in terms of define and describe. Okay. What we need to do in terms of what we need to achieve, and how do we take this forward? Discover and define. Okay. Execute and evaluate. Prioritize and plan. Reward and recognize. When you are talking about discovery stage, you look at what need to be done. Right. Define what need to be achieved. While we may have ten list to achieve, but you look at it prioritizing it. Right. Then plan to execute it. Then you talk about execution and evaluate. The people who done the organization, done the initiative or activities, we need to focus on prioritizing plan. Right. Therefore, rewarding the people is an important aspect of high-performing organization culture. Prioritizing is organization culture. Discovering is an important stage. If you take care of SVP and discover and define, prioritize and plan. Execute and evaluate, and reward and recognize. You, you will achieve the organization. You as organization, you can say that we are the high-performing organization. And you know, when you talk about performance and rewards and recognition, yeah. Uh, let's talk about rewards and recognition because they are very important extrinsic motivating factors for individuals to be able to perform and reach a certain level of performance. Now. when people are starting out and building an organizational culture how is it that policies may be set up and what would you suggest may be the base you know these are the two most important things to keep in mind when putting a rewards and recognition structure in place all right when the organization is performing it is expected that i as an employee expect what is there for me you are rewarded recognition what is recognized is repeated what is repeated has become culture of the organization interesting now when you are talking about what is recognized is rewarded what is recognized is repeated when you become what is repeated is become culture of the organization now you need to decide what is that you want to recognize in any organization one 
whether you recognize for the outcomes, whether you recognize for the values. Therefore, what you want to build an organization, whether you want to build an organization, innovative organization. May I interrupt you here and ask you, yes. you know, you mentioned, do we recognize for values or do we recognize for outcome? More often than not, organizations, entrepreneurs, team members, people managers end up recognizing for outcomes or output. Do we and can we recognize for values and for consistency? See, value is something which is not compromisable. The moment you compromise your values, you are giving up something. You need to stand for values. That is the bottom line. What is that which 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 organization distinguishes from one organization to another organization? Could you could you, you give us an example of uh, you know recognizing for behaviors or values? Take example. Uh, we need to achieve certain certain project need to be completed. Now, for me, dedication and commitment is an important behavior or respect for somebody individuals. Right. Now, when I'm talking about rewarding somebody, dedication is an important aspect for me. We stand for the customer cause. Now, somebody, when customer wanted something, he's able to deliver what customer wanted with utmost dedication and commitment, I will reward the behavior. Nice. Now, that is value system. My value system is customer is first for me. If someone stands for it and gives his commitment that committed and delivered his result, outcome may be different. But we will recognize the people for the value system, efforts. Now, take example, efforts need to be recognized. Today, we are talking about outcome is required. I worked for almost seven, eight hours discussing product, doing some work, but I have not received the results. When I joined, when I almost 20 years back, my boss told me one thing which I will not forget. Suresh, uh, your efforts will be remembered. You were rewarded for your performance. Today, we are not talking about that. Your efforts also will be recognized. You make your efforts. I will accept your failure. End of the day, you will learn something from your failure that is also acceptable to me. Therefore, it is important for us as an organization, we should look at it. efforts also an important aspect of it. Don't look at only outcome. Don't look at only reward. Only look at the values. But it's also efforts put in by somebody else. Somebody must have put in 20 years of, sorry, one year of, one year of hard work to build on a product. Maybe 300, 300 days he failed. Yeah. He's not, outcome is not come. But efforts was there. Right. Therefore, the moment you spend time on your energy and efforts in building, recognizing efforts, your innovation starts. This is again very interesting and when you when you talk about innovation and when you talk about creativity in employees, yes. what are yes. some of the things or what would be the two things that you would recommend one must do as a people manager to be able to bring out the best in their team member? As I as a people manager, I will look at it whether, he is, whether you want to learn something, a fire in belly. Right. Second, I will look at his competency. Now, if I look at his competency, I, I, if I think that this guy is a good guy, you can, I can invest in time and energy on him. And if he can look at it and deliver, yes, he's have competency. Second, willingness. Yeah, he has a competency, but he don't put time and energy on what is expected of him. Right. Therefore, the people managers look at it both things. One is ability and willingness. Second is competency. If you both put together, 
then if you believe that these guys can be developed and we need to look at it as he can be a good innovator interesting you know i'm coming back to the thought behind uh, the reward and recognition what according to you would be that uh, one most important step that people must or people managers must put in place in order to put the perfect rewards and recognition structure as a base for their organization see it is very important for us to understand a reward and recognition when you are what is that you want to achieve why do you want to do that what it want to achieve that how do you want to build it take example we as an organization we came with something called winstar 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 Win pro infrastructure star they have become stars if okay. you contribute to the organization success you become star when we define what is star means success talent achievement recognized now therefore we have built an entire ecosystem revolve around our star success talent achievement will be recognized in this organization my entire reward and recognition revolves around on stars nice at each level i look at it whether i have a star in each place whether this can be developed as a good star for the organization growth therefore when you are designing any organization now we have identified nine important areas on which i want to focus on it right one i talked about innovation second i talked about cost third my process right fourth i look at my people hmm now i have defined what i want we as an organization want to recognize everybody in this organization knows if i want to become star i know how to become star right if i become star what is there for me therefore when you when you are designing any organization when you are looking at any reward and recognition program we should look at it what is that intended benefit of that i made a statement what is recognized getting repeated when you are deciding any rndr program you need to be mindful of what is that intended benefit out of this what is that you want to drive why you want to do this happen we need to be very 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 careful what are we recognizing everybody in this organization is watching that what is being recognized is repeated what is not done the consequence attached to that there is one on one hand there is the rewards and recognition bit and on the other hand there is employees not feeling great about being in their in the organization employees feeling that they aren't growing in the organization a part of this also affects the performance on one hand we have rewards and recognition and on the other hand we have non performing or average or below performing individuals and as hr or people managers one has to at some point and time take hard calls take hard calls of letting go of staff and i believe this is one of the most difficult decisions of a people manager talk to us about downsizing when is it that people managers and organizations should think about it and what is the right approach if you ask me right size is not ideal thing to happen it has a emotional involved in the people who is part of this process for me downsizing for positive side of downsizing in organizational perspective that it would result reduce the increase the profitability it bring it down the layer it become a lean organization and it create a value for the 
stakeholders. That is the organizational perspective. But look at his employees' perspective. Somebody left the organization of, suppose somebody working in GE or somebody working in Infosys or somebody working in uh, Intel, and they left the company and joined your organization. You are asking them to move out of the organization. You are doing an injustice to somebody. I would say that if you are talking about downsizing, it's a management failure. That two case study which I read only for, for, for academic purpose, which I talked about it, one is Toyota factory. The 1950s, now Toyota has taken a loan from the bankers. The bankers told him, told the companies that, see, listen, your manpower is very high and you need to reduce downsizing the process. CEO of the company, Toyota, is a CEO, sorry, the owner of the company. He was very upset about the process. Hmm. He went and talked to individual employees and asked them to go. Individual employees said, sorry, we invested money and time and we work for you and you cannot tell us to go. Finally, he left the organization. He himself left the organization. He said, I cannot do this anymore. Now, successor has done that. Successor has removed the people, but they came with the three important principles which how to run the organization. The first, they came with a 3P model. But the first P stands for punishment. The punishment for the people who made a wrong business plan, business model. Punishment for the people who hire the people, excess people. The people who has taken a decision will be punished first. Second P they talked about profit reduction. We will not reduce the people, but reduce the profit of the organization. Third P came for preventive feature, preventing this accident feature. It's an amazing case study. Look at it. 3P model in Toyota factory. For me, the learning is you, you, you need to take care of the employees, they take care of you. But what about the hard calls? What about the time when you need to take a difficult decision? You need to make that choice of letting go of your team member, your employee. Yes, you need to be have heart. You need to be empathetic. You need to tell them that where they can go. You need to hand hold of them. You need to guide them that what is there for them. You need to be transparent in your communication. Right. You need to be empathetic. Can we observe this loss for some time? How long we are going to incur loss? Tomorrow, removing people is a very simple process. But the existing employees are watching you. You are in a glass door. Lovely. Yeah. Everybody, we will look at you as a management. They are they're taking the employee for ride. They are using this opportunity. That comes in, your disengagement is part of the process. Ill feeling will start. Management will, people will not respect the leaders. Yes, we need to take a tough decision. But when you do that, be a kind person. I love the way you say that even while you're letting go of stuff, at least be kind. Maybe kindness is something that we have forgotten as individuals. Having said that, there is also there are also times when you have you have team members who you can completely believe in and who you trust would do their job well however they are not meeting the expectations or maybe they are performing averagely what is it or how much 
can you push before you take that hard call? Okay, um, pushing or pulling will not make anybody to move from where are they now. Yes, to some extent, yes, when you're pushing a little bit, yes, they may deliver results for you. But too much of pushing is going to create a disengagement, resistance. Now, for me, when somebody need not performing, I will look at two things. Hmm. One is whether he's competent, competent issue, or attitude issue. Okay. If it's a competent issue, we can build on it. Right. Attitude issue, I will get him away. I'm okay with that. This guy move out on that. I, I was just looking at what is the role of leader. Jack Wells was talking about it. The role of a leader is all about chief meaning officer. Whether he understands what is the expected from him. Second, what is there for him? You need to create a meaning for your employees. If you can create a meaning for the employee, the possibility of he understands and performing is better. Second, he also talked about something called chief groom officer. Okay. Now, what is grooming officer? When he was trying to run something, something hurdles are there and he is not able to overcome because of that he is not able to deliver or not. Therefore, as a leader, you need to groom his way, make his way, whether he is able to navigate. For me, suppose somebody not performing, I will put five steps. Hmm. Respecting individual, aligning the aspiration, building the hope, Challenging the energy, realizing his commitment. Many a time, alignment is an issue for any any employees. Hmm. Take example, I joined from previous my company, I was with HPCN. When I joined the organization, there's somebody need to help me to come out of that. Right. Therefore, I will look at it, alignment is a four process. One is role alignment. Second, goal alignment. Third is team alignment. Fourth is organizational alignment. Now, somebody not performing, one of the alignment is missing. Therefore, you as a leader, which alignment is missing, if you can focus on it, no need to push, no need to pull, he will run on his own. Nice. Therefore, when we, once you identified this alignment process, it is also important, which, which I personally call is a 7C model. Hmm. What is 7C model? We, first thing is connect. You need to emotionally connect with your employees. Second C stands for communicate. What you should do, why you should do, how to do it, what is there for him. Third, collaborate with him. Four things work on cost. Whether I'm, what he's paying, whether he returned to that me or not. Fifth P stands for competency building. Do we build a competency? Whether we have competency, something missing, skill gap is there or not there? How do you build that? If you take care of all the things, you're building an organization, high-performing consensus organization. Now, I simply, when I go, whenever I go to any meeting, you take care of your business, we take care of you. It's a mantra. Each and every HR manager, any people manager, we should look at it. You take care of business, we take care of you. We take care of you in terms of 
which I call its whole person paradigm. Hmm. Take example, I'm heading HR for India operation. Now, my boss tells me, Suresh, please go and count number of employees absent today and come back. My salary is crores of rupees, but what is being used for, which is part is not missing, not being used for it. My mind is used for something, counting number. Therefore, disengagement happens. Right. I pay well, do what I'm telling you to do, that will not work. What may mind want to work, we should look at it. Therefore, we should look at it, whole person as a paradigm for the organization's success. As a people manager, Suresh, what have been the two most challenging aspects and how have you pulled through them? What would be your take? See, HR is expected to do certain jobs. Hmm. Now, when you, you as a leader, you come to come, come with the leaders who thinks that HR is an administrative job. HR is expected to do what he has been told to do it. Now, I as a person, as an HR person, any people leader, we should look at it as a, how do you create a value for the organization? Right. When you challenge that, when you say that, I'm here for creating value for the organization, the organization, whether ready to accept that as a, you as a person. Yeah. Now, that is a difficult process, difficult conversation the HR need to take or any people manager to take it. Either to accept the way it is or you are born for creating value for the organization. Lovely. Now, I will take always a path, a tough path to follow so that organization benefit out of that. Therefore, a difficult decision would be that challenging the status quo will be a difficult decision. A confronting, uh, confronting your leaders with the facts and figures and say that this is a difficult thing to do it. That is going to be the difficult yeah, process. Yeah, true. Therefore, everybody needs to look at it as a professional. Professional ethics is something very important for me. Talking of purpose, tell us what achievement means to you. Achievement is to you live your purpose, live your value system. When I go to my bed, I should sleep. Lovely. Second, whether I compromise any of my value system, which I think is important. Self-respect is something very important for me. Yeah. I will leave the job. That's very important for me. That that's makes me happy. Third thing is, the people associated with me, they should carry the good feeling about me. Whatever decision I take, I will look at four ticks. Tick mark. Legally, ethically, morally, spiritually, I'm always right in whatever decision I take. Nice. So nice. <laughs> what is the exactly meaning of that? See, listen. Legally, I need to pay only 14,000 rupees to you. But I'm, I'm paying 2 lakh rupees to you. Right. Legally, I'm supposed to pay. This first tick mark is clear. Legal is what is required to be done. Your moral is, which suppose it's applicable to you, will you do it or not do it? Right. Wrong or right? Suppose my senior vice president, I pay only 14,000 rupees. Right or wrong? Wrong. Therefore, legally 14,000 rupees, I am paying 2 lakh rupees because I, I, I feel that your return on investment is more than what you are giving. Hmm. Spirituality something is okay. Everything I am right. When I go to my bed, will I sleep or not? Nice. Therefore, my, all my decisions will be evaluated on this four parameter. Legally, ethically, morally, spiritually, and all or not. Therefore, achievement means all tick marks happens. Therefore, I will not do something wrong. 
Lovely. I think this is a very beautiful, rather holistic way of looking at achievement where you've actually put it into your check boxes. Lovely experiences shared, and most importantly, I think one of the key takeaways would be how you've actually been able to put it through uh, the jargons and put frameworks for different models or different aspects of HR. Cannot be more thankful, Suresh. Thank you so much for uh, doing this for our listeners, and thank you so much for the experiences. Thanks for being on the show. So lovely having you. Yasika, it is something which I met you almost uh, three three months back. I was waiting for the day. I was preparing for it so that your listeners benefit out of this. My experience of thirty years is a, it is something which rich experience, and uh, I am sure that you are. Listeners will benefit out of this, and lovely talking to you. And you are one person born for purpose. Really, so lovely to hear that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Yasika. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section. Do rate us on Apple Podcasts if you like the episode. Subscribe or hit follow Voice of Achievers on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, Spotify, Jio Seven, Gana, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Send us an email on editor at voiceofachievers dot com or find us on voiceofachievers dot com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Don't forget to tune in next week again. Voice of Achievers on EP Log Media.